He slept in his parents' bedroom until he was 13. He wet the bed until he was 14. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. Apparently, he has friends. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. I am Evan Wexel, the host of this fabulous podcast where I interview my Facebook friends, whether I know them or I don't. But this week, I know the guy, one of my best friends, groomsman at my wedding, a man of culture, a man of diversity, a man who's been many different places, and right now he's in Hawaii, and that man is Sean Aronson. And before we get to my talk with him, um, please subscribe on iTunes, write, rate, five-star review if you can, uh, Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Also on Google Play, TuneIn Radio, and Stitcher. Um, you can also go to the website awkwardwithevan.com to see old episodes or follow on social media at Awkward with Evan on Facebook, Twitter, and don't forget patreon.com slash funnyevan uh, to support. Um, so yes, one of my best friends. It's, re- it's rare because usually I've been going the random direction. I'm planning to do a lot of episodes with random friends, but, but Sean's one of my best buddies and, uh, he's in Hawaii and I'm in LA. So he's always up, uh, to answer my call late or not answer my call, but still know he has his phone on because it rings four times and then goes to voicemail. Um, so we talk about a bunch of things, life in Hawaii. He's a big fan of documentaries. Talk a little bit about Tufts, uh, a little bit about specific people that we both know. So sorry if it misses, uh, those people that don't know, uh, our group of friends, but, uh, we enjoyed our time at Tufts. Um, we did talk about going back early, uh, for winter break. Cause being on the team, you have to go back early from breaks to, to train extra long, which is good. It's worth it. We're dedicated. We don't need compensation or, or if cars slip to us under the table. We were legit div three athletes. So, um, enough jibber jabber. Let's get to jibber jabber with Sean Aronson. Guys, we're on socially awkward with Evan Wexel. I have one of my very good friends uh, from very far away. Uh, I he he is a four, he is a no, he's a current runner. He's been a runner. He's been a, a shark documentarian. Uh, what else? He's been he's driven around people on the set of Lost in Hawaii. He's a law student. He is the most interesting man in the world. I welcome Sean Aronson to socially awkward. Mr. Aronson, what's up? Hello. Hello. <laughs> What's up, Evan? How you doing? Good. Thanks. Thanks for. I, uh, I should say. I should, yeah. I, I should say aloha. I should say aloha. Aloha, mahalo. Good. Yes. It means <laughs> it means it means hello and goodbye, Evan. It's like the shalom of Hawaii. Exactly. Yeah. We actually have a. a uh, they say. Uh, what do they say? They say someone said shaloha. That's what they say. Shaloha. <laughs> That's Hebrew tastic. Um, exactly. th- thanks for postponing your karaoke night to make this work and disappointing all your friends. Thank you. We'll make- yeah, they'll they'll uh, they'll I'll have them write you individual <laughs> notices. <laughs> what What were you planning to sing tonight for karaoke? Do you have like go to karaoke? Ooh. You know, for all the karaoke that is 
a part of the Hawaii lifestyle. I don't do it quite as much as you might think. Right. But um, I definitely, you know, <laughs> you know what would, you know, it was a, a very memorable karaoke moment. It was actually with our, it was with another socially awkward guest of yours. I had a very memorable with, karaoke. With Adrian. Yes, it was with Adrian. <laughs> were you were you in attendance for that? Was this karaoke in Jamaica? Moment? Was this Jamaica? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I maybe I've heard stories. I don't know if I saw it firsthand. Was it in like an aban- like an empty late night restaurant? Yeah, we we decided to do. It was definitely late night. Yep. It was definitely I think four people in there, and uh, we decided to do Papa Don't Preach. So. <laughs> oh yes, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think I've ever done it again, but maybe I think I've just been inspired. To re- revive Papa Don't Preach. Yeah, because well, in Jamaica, if you do karaoke, like if anyone's not singing at the time, they'll just play Bob Marley. Right. It's just it's it's on it's kind of on the on the back burner. Yeah. Maximum Bob. We had a good time in Jamaica, though. It was good. No, have you? But so you haven't done karaoke since Jamaica, or is this like? <laughs> I don't know. Somehow my mind just went there, but I don't think I, I, the good news about Hawaii karaoke is it's always like big groups uh-huh. and it's off. You get your own room. So it's kind oh. of like the, um, it's the lost in translation room. If right. you know, that's, you know, so you're not that intimidated. And then you can kind of just like keep not having the microphone passed to you. So. <laughs> That's that's usually my plan for the karaoke, right. but I'll, I'll get in on the I'll get on the I'll get in on the group. You know, I'll get in on the uh, you got the um, American Pie or Amer. You know, Bye Bye. Oh, you're that, that one. Okay, that one gets out. I mean, you know, it 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 gets pretty nuts. I I, I can't really divulge all the karaoke secrets. <laughs> so law then law school right now has is is on break. We just finished, yeah. yeah. So uh, Friday, Friday was a uh, was a was a big day okay. for me. Okay. And, and, and uh, is the plan staying in Hawaii once you're done, or do you think you'll head back to the mainland? To be determined. Yeah. <laughs> to be determined, but possibly. I'm 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 eight years in Hawaii, so that's, that's pretty pretty deep in pretty deep in the in the <laughs> deep in the jungle over here. Um, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. There's some, there's some, some yangs and some yangs. Yep. See what comes out there at the end. But uh, I am, I am in job search mode currently. So that's a uh, pretty good place to be. Well, I'm in job search mode in Hawaii as well because that's one of four <laughs> states I have left. And usually I get, yes, cl- I get, gotta, yeah, we gotta get you out here to play. To I, I get close when it's like high school grad party season, and there's a there's a big grad party community i just don't know how willing people are to to fly someone from the mainland to hawaii that's always the hurdle but you know i've had close calls with like hawaii pacific or or byu hawaii even but right byu yeah but we just um you could you should tap into um nfl quarterback marcus Mariota's high school st louis high school okay yeah yeah he's uh he you may be you and marcus you know you could pull some pull some strings and uh i was actually just on a hike today with some of hawaii's um private school graduates high school so maybe i maybe i can put in a good word for so you're you're hiking with high school students or what's the deal (laughs) 
I did say graduates. Okay. But uh, yeah, no, they are fellow law students of uh, mine who who have successfully graduated from high school. <laughs> <laughs> and was it true then that you did have the you had the Will Ferrell cowbell ha- Halloween costume? Was that it's true? Yeah, it's, it's too bad we couldn't put up some photos. Uh, on your- well, if you have any, send it, and I'll put it with the episode. There we go. There we go. Um, yeah, I. Um, had you know it was it was a kind of an oldie but goodie yeah and uh i got some good responses i had i had a little hard time finding said cowbell because right. you not every 7-eleven has cowbells which is surprising <laughs> they, they really should but um i was able to find a cowbell from this like guy i went down to the yacht club and i found it on craigslist <laughs> and it was pretty weird he was like a super old time rocker and he's like yeah, man, I, and he brought two different kinds of cowbells. It was cool. That's awesome. So the the perception of Hawaii is like is that is this this tropical getaway vacation land? But then I just like I feel like there's another perception like it's just you know is it like people just on Craigslist like trying to like <laughs> trying to just, sell cowbells, try, trying to sell cowbells, or uh, you know just just hanging and getting by, taking Ubers or driving Ubers or I I don't know what yeah. is what is the Hawaii global scene. Yeah, so I think kind of what you're getting at there was like it's a place people are running from the law, maybe. Or, um, <laughs> they're kind of like uh, who's that guy who lives down by the down by the wharf on The Simpsons? You know, they're kind of like the guy hiding out from oh, I, the. I haven't watched in a long time. I don't remember that kind of character. Know. But uh, but um, but no, there's a little bit of that. We have kind of our our boat scene. We have our people who live on the boats. So uh-huh. that's you guys. You guys have that in LA too, a little bit. I think but. it's like maybe like Newport Beach, Hermosa Beach, and they have stuff <laughs> right. like that. Yeah, different clientele. Yeah, so yeah. you get you get some uh, what you might call some some kind of uh, nomadic types yeah. that that end up here, folks that never really had any uh, any grounding or something. But you get a mix. You get you get you get a uh, you know Honolulu where I live. We have Waikiki. Uh huh. Since I live very close to Waikiki, okay. and um, you have a lot of tourists there, but then, yeah, we're big. We're a big old place. You should come visit us. And, and you you hop. It's easy to hop from island to islands. Like you don't. Yeah, that you can. Yeah, you know, you can. You, if you're Laird Hamilton, you can stand up paddle from island <laughs> to island. Um, or if you're a normal person, you can take a plane, and it's yeah, it's like. Um, It'll cost you between a hundred and two hundred dollars round trip. Oh, to go from island to island. Okay, so like yeah. Oahu from the main island, for example, or yeah, is that so the same place. I don't Oahu's, know. Oahu's yeah, no, no, no. So Oahu has Honolulu. So the island I live on is Oahu, but Honolulu is like the city, right? Uh-huh. So, um, and then Maui is a popular destination for travelers. Cool. And. Uh, and then you have Kauai, Big Island, where all the where the volcano is and the oh, lava. Wow. Yeah, so I just went over there in September and saw the lava, hot lava. Like you can just walk on it, like no one's stopping you. It's oh really my dangerous. gosh! Yeah, it's completely dangerous. It's scary. <laughs> People have their babies there. And it's oh. kind of funny. There's, but um, but you know, you 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 look at it from afar and you see it flowing into the ocean, and it's kind of miraculous. It's pretty uh, cool. When when was the last time you came to the mainland? 
went it's been many years ago. <laughs> now, I, was, I was here and i was there in may okay. i was in uh, the east coast oh. but um it had been had been, it's time goes by and you kind of like you do feel like you're in the the high hawaii bubble a little bit you know? yeah and is, is it so there's like you know like even like national politics or like national like whatever's going on doesn't really like affect you guys to a degree we try to we try to hope it doesn't yeah we we definitely <laughs> uh we definitely you know people can i think people are less engaged for the most part because okay. yeah it, it feels far away there's the time zone yeah thing you know the fact that you know new york is six hours ahead of us here <laughs> is uh definitely a strange a strange <laughs> feeling when you wake up in the morning and it's like the bbc is going to bed in london and you're like wait a second that's that's kind of weird but um yeah i mean i think nowadays so many people travel back and forth too right it's it's pretty common that you know people are just taking like going to going to la or san francisco or vegas for the weekend is like pretty common and it's easier, like, is it easier to be engaged with pro sports at all? Or just like, is like University of Hawaii just the the thing for the people? Do they, what's sports following? Yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty interesting, actually. For football, it, a lot of the um, Samoan or Polynesian players, whatever team, like, everyone was this, for a while, everybody was Steelers fans because of Troy Paul Polamalu. Yeah, and so it's like that's like anyone. Like now, you don't see as many Steelers fans now. Like, <laughs> see a mix of things. So I, I think a lot of people. Yeah, Mariota, like I said, went to uh, right. Texans. So that was a big deal. Um, it's interesting. Like I would say, um, it's kind of like you have a lot of things where people who are people who aren't from here, like me, who you know, who just kind of lived on the mainland, they just tend to carry on with their teams but um college teams is a really big deal here that's what i've oh, kind of okay. like you go to the bars i went we have a sports bar here and it was like i was like in there on like a saturday and it was like the ohio state fans had brought like brass instruments into this bar <laughs> And I was like, that doesn't seem like it should be allowed. Like, <laughs> you shouldn't have like a tuba in like a establishment. Like, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's it is kind of weird not having pro sports though. I gotta say, but, it definitely it definitely like changes your mentality. So if there's no Steelers shirts as much, are are people now wearing more Moana shirts? Is there Moana merchandise in the streets of Hawaii? Moana is a little controversial here. Really? Yeah, because Troy Palomalo is yeah. actually in the cast. He has. He, <laughs> he, I, I, right. Is he really? I think he voices someone because I saw him in the credits. Okay. I'm like, there's not another no, Troy Palomalo. No, no. Well, of course, The Rock is you know was is is from Hawaii. He lived in Hawaii for a little while. Yeah. Well, and, the, um, he would. Wrestling has yeah. like there's like Roman Reigns has Samoan heritage. There's these tag okay. team the Usos. So like yeah. I'm watching Moana. I have to see every kids movie with a child now. That's the rule. Okay. Um, but right. yeah, like they're doing those tribal dances. I'm like, dude, that's totally like what the Usos do. So um, yeah, yeah why is it controversial? Why why would Moana be controversial? Oh my god, it's just such a lighthearted Disney film. How could anybody <laughs> not? Uh, I love every minute of it. <laughs> um you know it tends to do with the cultural appropriation argument so the idea that like 
you know, it's just another like Disney-fied like appropriation of Polynesian culture. But honestly, like most of it is positive. I think yeah. people feel like it 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 did a good. I haven't seen it, but it's on the list. But you know, there's also a whole thing where like the Polynesians get grouped as one culture, right? Whereas like Samo like Samoans and Tongans do not get along. For example, <laughs> like you do not want to confuse. These are like things you'd only know if you live in Hawaii, right? Like you don't call a Samoan a Tongan and oh. a Tongan Samoan, like. Bad, bad, bad. It's like calling that. a blood so, a crip in L.A. You just don't want to it, do it. You know? Right. It, <laughs> yeah. That, I think 1980 wants their jokes back. Like, yeah. <laughs> <come> on, <no. laughs> well, Moana does have 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, hey, so far. Not so. enough. Not, not enough. enough. We need not 98%. Enough <laughs> getting mad it says 43% yeah. in Hawaii Rotten Tomatoes. So right, that's, right. More, that's more the bitter critics where it's like 23%. But, how was it in the in the Wexel family? Was it three for three? Was it? Well, oh, in terms of Moana? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was fine. I mean, you know, I it's fine. These movies are all really well done. It's right. just I have to see them. I mean, there's like I still would want to see like you know like Doctor Strange or Bad Santa right. Two. Yeah. Passengers is about is out. Um, but you know. We're seeing Moana, so fine. We'll see Moana. <laughs> but we actually saw the movie Storks before that, and uh, I know like one of the people that is uh, is like the funniest character in the whole movie. Like we're we're friendly oh. and stuff. So yeah, oh. it was cool to to figure out he was that voice in that movie. So you know the kids' movies like right. they're they're well done. They do have like these. Usually, if you see a kids' movie, there's like a like a seven minute short animation mm. before it. So that's kind of annoying, but you you deal. It's good opportunity. I remember, so I didn't know they still kept that tradition, me having not children and intending (laughs) to not go to those movies. But I will see Moana, though, just because I plan on seeing that. But I remember that when you mentioned that short, I remember seeing um, Roger Rabbit. In the yeah, theater. I remember we did that, and they and they showed the the little shorts. That's Do you right. remember? They showed the it was the baby in the doctor's yeah, office. Yeah, I remember. I wow. Right, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Was, it rings a bell. That was a long time ago. <laughs> it's okay. We're we're old, Evan. We're old. B- being so then I can ask like being that this is a, a podcast for Facebook friends. What what does your Facebook behavior consist of? Like, do you check back much? Is it do you able to stay in right. touch with? teammates of ours or family yeah yeah i think i've kind of had a love-hate relationship with facebook <laughs> like probably probably most of us at this point if you if you haven't had that you're probably not engaging with it very yeah. much but um yeah i mean i um i kind of go in at it fits and it's like i'll not look at it for a few months and then i'll kind of like look at it you know i'll kind of like engage like when i have time off like this week um just because i i find it interesting i think um i I think it really is best as a social tool you know i think where it's gotten a little scary um is the fact that like people get all their news from there and all that that part's a little that part scares me (laughs) (laughs) But but no in terms of like keeping up with you know, for, I mean, I would say it's funny because we didn't have it yet while we were at Tufts. Right? No, we were. That's yeah, how we we start to right. start to be only college exclusive, and Tufts was one of the colleges mm-hmm. that could have it. Mm. Yeah, I didn't get. I wasn't in it then. 
Right. I knew that. I, I think you or someone had told me like it was just for college students. Right. And it was like because of Harvard, it's starting at Harvard. Like I think Tuss was an early by venture, proxy right? or something. I don't know. Yeah. But I was not into it until like two or three years after college. But um, but it was it, it's been nice. You know, I think I do think being so far away in Hawaii, it's like, of course, I'm going to see old friends a lot less, you know, and um, it has it's nice for that reason just to feel geographically far. But but it helps to just, you know, obviously, you're not going to be able to talk on the phone with every one of your friends every day. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, because my wife will go through cycles where she'll just she'll like it, she'll post stuff, but then after a while, it's almost like she scrolls until she finds something that upsets her, and then she right. just becomes she, a, <laughs> becomes addicted. Then she takes yeah. it off her phone for three days, and then she comes back and puts it right, back on her right. phone. So she cycles through, but usually yeah, she's, so it's 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 super healthy. It sounds like. <laughs> it's really, yeah, it's a nice. It's very predictable. You know what fa- each phase is. Right. All right, guys, we are going to get back to my talk with Sean Aronson, but I must remind you it is that time to speak of Patreon.com. Patreon is a website that allows creators like me to get supported, hopefully by people like you. Um, I love doing this podcast. Um, I have over 4,000 friends. I've only spoken to about 25 of them at most, so... There's a lot more I want to do, and with your uh, recurring help, uh, we can make that happen. So if you go to patreon.com slash funnyevan, all the info's there, what I offer, what I'm looking to achieve with my goals, but more importantly, I have fundraising tiers for you guys. Even for as little as a dollar a month, just seeing my updates on the patron feed um, will give you the inside track of what's coming up. Also, uh, for even like $3 a month, I will give you an official Awkward Army certificate. You're going to be part of my army. It's more than just my mom and my mother-in-law. We've got actual people on this list, so I want you on the list. Um, Also, if you maybe gave $5 a month, that would get you a follow from the podcast on Twitter. It would also get you an Excel cell phone wallet. So the rewards are endless. I mean, I offer consultations as a reward tier. Um, I put you on the show even if we're not Facebook friends for a reward tier. Um, I even offer title sponsorship. So there's just some interesting things to look at. Um, yeah, I love doing it. That's what matters. So if you can help out for a little bit, maybe some stuff left over from the holidays. Maybe you got a tax refund coming soon. You never know. I could use it. Why not? So without further ado, let me get back to my talk. With Sean Aronson. That's good. So then I have to let's ask random people. Then do you still get in touch? Stay in touch with like Jason Mann. Jason dirty. Mann, I, 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 dirty man. Jason Mann is a is a is a father, so we don't call him dirty uh, anymore. <laughs> no, I'm just daddy kidding. Man. No, man. I do, I do, okay. I do. Still keep in touch with him, you know. But yeah, it's been a while since I've seen these people. But yeah, of course, he's still he's he just crushed a marathon. Actually, he oh just ran gosh. like two. 37 that's insane so we got to give him we got to give him a shout I'll out give him a shout. i we'll don't know tag him in the status. i know i know jason burke uh burke, had on. Another, burke another was one of my more popular ones the jason burke hit by a deer during college in a race <laughs> right and we talked right. about the guy that obviously just got hit by a deer in a race in college so you know it, it, you know how can that not be viral i mean it's, that's <laughs> pretty much a home it, run he but been viral he would have been 
But uh, yeah, I, I keep up with Coach Coach Putnam. That's right. Coach Connie's Connie, on Facebook. He does. He I, does. I, you know, we we love Connie. Yeah. I feel like there's no doubt there. So. Have you seen with Jason? Have you seen like? Do you remember when uh, like his brother Ted was on MSNBC? Did you see that clip? Like it's just. Weird. I think I did. Yeah, it was Rachel Maddow, right? Yeah, it's like Rachel weird Maddow. to see someone that looks like Jason, even though we knew Ted. I know. Yeah, it was just like, oh my god, he's talking. He's making intellectual right. points in a political forum. This is too much. Right. 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 This is not my brain can't compute this, but <laughs> I, I do remember the first time I I saw first time I saw Jason and Ted together was at camp. You remember how we had to go to running camp? Um, yeah. Tufts, yeah, we had to go to Tufts early in this in the winter, and it was like possibly the most miserable week of our lives every year and you're like oh, i guess i gotta do it it's like come to double, the uni- yeah two a yeah days. come to the university none of your friends are here who aren't on the team <laughs> none of your none of your girlfriends are here like nobody's here the weather is always going to be miserable just for some reason it was always just like rainy and like 41 degrees and oh and by the way like you don't get to stay in your normal dorms no, you have to, to stay in like metcalf <laughs> in red, where we're we were in like the worst. I just remember that first year, like the first and second year, being like, I don't think I'm ever doing this again. Well, the dining halls were open, <laughs> but I remember barely. seeing like Dewick was barely. It was, open. it was just yeah, and you're just running doubles. I mean, we made it fun because we were a good, fun group of people, right. but like. It definitely wasn't my favorite part of college. It's, it's different <laughs> when like people go home from college when the yeah. classes end because then it's like feels like you know you're a survivor and like you know it's almost like the yeah. plague is killing off all the people around you and you're like still here. But when you go back early for extra practice, it's like it's like going to work longer than you have to. And yeah, know. no, it, it wasn't a fun kind of like I'm a, I'm the only one here kind of thing. Yeah, but but I, but I only bring that up because my first memory of Jason and Ted were like, Ted had come for that break, which God knows why he would have done that. Yeah. And I I just like, I I had seen both of them in the last like 30 seconds, but it just wasn't computing (laughs) that it was two different people. This this is not, this is not working, but we had, we had, we had them and then we had Rod and Rich. We had, we had the identical. And then they're very, you know, they're very supportive of me on Facebook. They they like my stuff. I'm sure I'll get them on at some point. You should. You should get rich. I don't hear from too much, but yeah. the rod I see, <laughs> and it's good. It's good. Wait, I I have, my I have a crazy story, which is Rich Hem, no Rod Hemingway and Jason Burke uh-huh. came to track me. This will be a good like came to a track meet in high school of mine with Connie Putnam and it was myself racing David Patterson <laughs> in a high in a high school meet like an hour from Tufts and and Rod and Jason came to and I'm like of course you got to go to a school that like two of the students are coming to watch you like two of the so they were scouts they were student scouts <laughs> yeah <laughs> of course it, of course Patterson beat me by like 20 seconds it was awesome i was pretty amazing when when there was the has-beens mile in the winter a few winters after college yeah and i actually i beat patterson in the mile i <laughs> can't believe it wow. i'm like wow, wow. He, yeah i remember him saying he's like i'm gonna stop running after <laughs> like after our senior year and he did he was just like 
I, I pretty much was like the best runner Tufts will ever see, and then I'm gone. He's like he's like the LeBron James of our team because like he works so <laughs> right. hard. Otherwise, you know, just like know. Hey, that's one ice baths after a while. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. No, it was, it was pretty cool. I know we we had a good uh, we had good times in the the old cross country track at the Baronian. At the Baronian. Well, now they've redone the outdoor track, and I may have even updated the indoor that. track. I know, which is crazy. I'm like, I'm like, we just got that. That was a yeah. couple of years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I was, Connie's vision. I was at, yeah, it was Connie's vision, and I was a, a caterer at the or uh, oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah was at the at the ceremony at the like. <laughs> I remember they held like this crazy black tie thing right. inside the track, and there yeah. was like a giant ju- ice sculpture jumbo. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It was great. Were you there for that? I rem- Wait, this is near by the outdoor track. No, this was, was indoor. indoor. This I remember there being some event on the indoor track. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Ringing a bell. Ringing a bell. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I did. What have I done? I did attempt a marathon recently, but didn't go too well. I need like. I mean, sometimes I'll see like commercial breakdowns for like we need half marathon runners or something. That's, right. That that motivates me to run again, but. I just haven't been running just due to schedule. Even though there's like a there's a treadmill, not a great treadmill, like downstairs that I could literally right. like get on at any moment. Like, eh, right. I don't know. Soon you enough. know, you're in a bad place when you need a, a, a job. Like, you need a role to train for. You're like, if only I get a role where I need to be a runner, then the, I'll. The, the la- I was, I want to run. Like, I have the motivation to do it. I just. Uh, the last time I really was in shape, well, either like my, my dad said some comment to me or something that I was like, Oh, you're stupid. I'm going to now run to like spite you or my, or I needed like a life insurance policy. Right. So I was like, I don't, I want to see if I can change my stats if I run for like a month and see what happens if I do it again. But I'm like, Oh, let's just leave it the way it was. Right. That's just going to be too much work. Yeah. Too much. Um, you should get inspired. You should get inspired. I will. I'm. I am inspired. If I had a clone, I would have the clone do what I have to do, and then I would be running. So <laughs> that's be, that's our future. The future I, is coming, Evan. It is coming. Um, did you? I remember your when we lived together. Do you still listen to Rage Against the Machine late at night? Mm, not so no. much Rage. Okay. Not so much Rage anymore. But. Um, but it could happen, you know. Okay. That I, I feel like their music could be making a comeback in light of our political situation. Well, I when Becky was really young, <laughs> I would make him laugh because I would do chop suey with him. Oh, nice, so, nice. Like, yeah, did you did you see Dana Carvey's new a uh, Netflix special? No, I haven't. Does he do something like that? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Dan, you got to see, you got to see. Um, it's good. It, it just made me think of it. But. Oh, cool. That's amazing. Yeah, no, it's it's good. Carvey, 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 like just like went out of the like we never saw Dana Carvey for a while. Well, then he came back and he did the TV show with Impressionists. Oh, uh, um, see, I didn't see that with Freddie Prinze Jr. Uh, um, but he can still do his thing. It just it's weird. Like Kevin Nealon will come on the show. I never saw episodes of it, but it's weird because like I know like good Impressionists that have been on like. America's Got Talent and all that. Oh, yeah. I, I like a couple episodes. I have this guy, Jim Meskimen, that was on. He just, I pulled him aside for a couple minutes and had him do like, you know, some popular impressions. So, you know, who you got to get on here is, uh, you got to get Chris Elliott on here. I, we're not Facebook friends, but I would like to. Oh, man. To but you know, he's in 
You know he's in L.A. probably. He's in a show that's coming up soon. I forget. What, I saw a billboard for gotta, it somewhere. You just got to stalk him then, obviously. My Here's what celeb I want to hunt yeah. down. And this is because yeah, yeah. of Beckett. And Beckett is okay. named after Sam Beckett from Quantum Oh, yeah. Leap. The, the, the playwright, right? Not Samuel the playwright. Beckett. Sam Beckett, the character from oh. Quantum Leap. Like, that was Sam oh, Beckett in Quantum no Leap. Way. Yeah, that's how he was named no. after <laughs> The guy ah, that le- awesome. leaped through his own lifetime. So I'm like, I mean, I keep meaning to uh, like write to his representation oh, to see if there's yeah. a time to like, maybe he gets a photo op with him or something. Yeah. Um, what is that guy's name? Scott Bakula. Um, Scott Bakula. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, yeah, you love the quantum movie. Thing, loved yeah. it. We watched all the episodes before. I mean, like years before he was born, we watched it together. Kelly and you did like that was like Kelly a and I did. That show. was the one thing. Yeah. Uh, like we watched that, then we I watched like, like all the Family Guys time after time. Uh-huh. Um, right. Yeah. So didn't name him Stewie. Then. I would have no. named him Stewie. I <laughs> <laughs> could have been his middle name, but no. Right. Yeah. Suffering. Suffering. Yeah. Because Family Guy was on while we were at Tufts. That makes it on the. It just time. started when we were at Tufts. So, do you still watch yeah. Simpsons or Family Guy? No, yeah. I don't actually. I just got um. I got some Simpsons DVDs at a library sale. <laughs> it was like, they're like dollar DVDs, but it was the good seasons. That's, I know, yeah. like season seven, season eight, everybody knows those are like, when Conan was writing, right? right. Like Conan was in, yeah, that, and um, I have been getting, getting into this uh, Saturday Night Live era stuff, though. Like, yeah. just like it. I never read that book, though. You probably read that book right oh, the Saturday Saturday Live? Live? oh like the when it's like just running commentary from everyone yeah isn't it like the definitive like that goes through the whole season all the seasons it, and everything it, it was more the book i had about snl was it, it's like literally just like like uh, excerpts from person after oh. person and they carry the narrative forward of each era oh that's kind of so, cool. yeah there's some books that are like written in that style i think like espn's done a book like that or yeah 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 just to keep it like rather than just like a traditional narrative right so then are you a netflix i don't even know netflix person movie person what's the deal yeah no i did netflix i think like i'm trying to think like i just saw a great documentary yesterday that i can i can i can shout out yeah um it was it's called best of enemies and it's on Netflix right now, so I, I did find it there. And it's a really, it's a documentary about the 1968 kind of po- politics and election. And there was these two people that were, one was very conservative and one was very liberal. Uh-huh. And they had live, live televised debates on, yeah. on ABC News. Yeah, And it just really speaks to like, it's a really interesting, well thought out and well done documentary, but mm-hmm. it also is very resonant. Like it was also a very divided time in our country. Sure. And so now we have that too. So I think uh, even though it kind of encapsulates this time, you know, 40 years ago, I think it uh, it resonates today. So that was a really cool one. I, I watched a lot of documentaries, which you might expect. Yeah. And then history stuff. I just... Um, I did see Rogue One though in the okay. theaters. Have you seen Rogue Spo- No, spoil nothing. No, don't tell me. <laughs> are you, are you, I won't spoil I mean, I know it's a prequel. I, have, I want to see it. I, you know I, where it fits, right? Yeah, yeah. You know where it fits in the storyline. Yeah, so, yeah. So. Pretty good. Pretty okay. Good. 
I mean, I'm okay excited for that. I'm more intrigued because I just remember seeing Bad Santa when it was like it came out, and I was like, it was a great. I saw it with like a great crowd. It was like a diverse audience in like Long Island, and with with my friend from high school. That first one was pretty funny. So I'm curious. I'm curious. I've heard bad things. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure it's terrible. But you know what? Sometimes (laughs) you just wanna. It's like it could be like the Deuce Bigelow phenomenon, where you have no expectations and then you go in, and it's amazing. So then, so then one movie. Jackass. The first. The first Jackass was like that. Oh yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah. One one, the last time that happened to me was it was this movie Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. And oh, it was, I heard of that. It all yeah. like fourteen-year-old boy humor, but it, I, <laughs> yeah, right. I watched it again on the plane. But like everything's blurred or censored. But watching right. it in the theater, just like it blew my mind how like ridiculous it was. <laughs> and it was like right. so right. nuts. So I recommend somehow that, that doesn't surprise me too much. No, no, but <laughs> I was like, I don't get thirty percent Rotten Tomatoes. Don't care. Going in, um, yeah. Right. So right. no, that's something. Sometimes you gotta go bad to go good. You gotta yeah. you gotta see the bad to appreciate the good. Every good critic knows that, right? Or you know, and, you see um, the kids' oh, movies to appreciate the adult. Shout out, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Another one. Uh, yeah, shout out another documentary because it's movies. It's the it's the um, it's the Roger Ebert documentary also on Netflix. It's Whoa. called Life Life Itself, and it's really good. And oh, you know. Right. Roger Ebert, everybody knows Roger's two sure. thumbs up. Yeah, yeah so yeah. it's like it's kind of like a history of him, and and kind of like also talks about critique yeah. and how like there's a whole school that says like they really cheapened it by making it like these symbols versus like back in the day of our parents, there was like this woman named Pauline Kale who wrote <laughs> review uh, movie reviews for. Uh, I think the New Yorker mm-hmm. and um, and it like she elevated the movie critique to like the the realm of like great art like great writing you know what I mean yeah. and then and so so it, it kind of talks about that the the kind of evolution of the critique itself so cool. kind of cool what was yeah. what was you worked a long time on this documentary on like sharks that's right is it yeah. is it out there for public consumption or it is oh it yeah, is yeah, okay yeah. tell us yeah. tell us tell us yeah what's yeah, it yeah. called we got, we got a we got a website nice we got a website it's whitesharkcafe.com or no whitesharkcafefilm.com okay can't forget that yeah film and um you can google it it used to be so this, this was my first I learned that SEO, like the you know search engine yeah. optimization, yeah. is not really rocket science. When right. I was trying to promote my website back in when I built it in 2008, uh-huh. and uh, and I was like, oh, I can't do it, like because this White Shark Cafe is like a place that the scientists nicknamed because it's where the white the great white sharks like migrate to and it happens to be between like california and hawaii Mm -hmm. like in the middle there Mm -hmm. anyway so it was a relatively new term which was helpful that it wasn't just like you know words that anybody had had already used and um and so i was like well this wikipedia page was the number one thing like it's the number one page for almost any search Right. right And I was like, oh, I wonder if I put my web page at the bottom of the Wikipedia page. And I did that as like a as like a reference, you know, how you can just add anything oh, into it. Oh, OK. And then Smart. like and 
And then, yeah, it was it was smart, but kind of obvious. And then, like, a week later, my page was number two. It was sweet. Whoa. Yeah, I mean, for, like, you know, White Shark Cafe, the whole, all three words. Like, not just for yeah. White Sharks. No, I have to, like. But still. Yeah, I have to, like, find yeah. a way. Because I, I had a Wikipedia page, and it was, like, a small little thing, and I tried to make it better. Yeah. And then they took it down. <laughs> They're like, uh, so I've been yeah, trying you got to have more people involved. I need, I, I need, I've tried, I've asked other people. Stuff, but I they like my notoriety needs to pick up again. I need something national. You no, know, there's China. You know, you can you you do know you can pay like people in China to do these things. I'm I just know. saying. Oh, I've, if, I've looked. If you're I'm, not. I have the if, code already <laughs> done. My code for Wikipedia is done. I like. There's like a website like Fiverr.com. Have you heard of that? Yeah. We're like five that. bucks. I was like, oh, this person will do this and this and this. I'm like, I'm, let me just send you my code and let me know what's missing. They're like. Uh, you're not a public enough. I was public enough when like right after like the VH1 and E stuff happened. But I mean, yeah, I yeah, technically yeah. was just on the Goldbergs. So I don't know if that's enough to warrant. <laughs> so you can get there. I mean, my, my IMDB I'm, is, is good. I think it's just maybe the sources. I need better sources. Right, right, right. So yeah, you gotta, I'm just telling you, the Chinese are just sitting around waiting for you to, <laughs> to, to just, they're just waiting for your SEO to go up. If you pay him five bucks, oh, I'll do that. I'll so do that. <laughs> I'll do that. What? So, like the there's a documentary. Like, if it was on a network, is it something like we'd watch on like National Geographic Channel? Or yeah, it was. It was so. The idea was um, kind of in a nutshell. The idea was okay. There was a lot of there's a lot of films about sharks and especially about great whites. Like Shark Week is like all great white sharks, right? Yeah, and so. What I was trying to do is tell a story that wasn't told about this very famous animal. And the, what I learned was, like, two things. One, like, all this amazing research was being done right where I was living at the time, which was, like, San Francisco, Berkeley. Mm -hmm. And so it was all being done, like, right along the Pacific coast. And then, um, and then two, they just really didn't know that much about for, – for as famous as they are – Scientists knew very little about their behaviors and their, what they call like their physiology, like how their systems work, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, and so they were just learning that. They were mostly learning about where they traveled because they could put this satellite tag on its fin. Yeah. So they could like, like, it's like having your iPhone on you. So then for the first time, they actually knew where they went. And so I got this like really good um, access to the researchers. And so that that's it was kind of cool to try to tell. I also tried to tell a history story. So I tell, tried to tell the story of like people who were trying to do this work in like the 70s and 80s oh. and uh, and how crazy it was, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so you should check it out. It's whitesharkcafefilm.com. With the proper and SEO. Nice. SEO is now, it's not quite number two anymore, but it's like, you know, uh, it's, in the, it's in the six or seven. It's in the top ten still. So. guess we'll make a sequel. But, uh, yeah, it's out there. Yeah, we can make, we can make the sequel. <laughs> bump, bump it up. Or, or the prequel, the Rogue One of White Shark Cafe. Ooh, I like that. You go even deeper. I just went as far back as the 60s and 70s. Let's go back 30s, 40s. Maybe it was part of like the Avengers, like a Hydra plotline was building the white shark. Right. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I feel like there's Avengers, X-Men, and Doctor Strange. We can get them all involved. Somehow. Yeah, with sharks. <laughs> with sharks with laser beams coming out of their heads. Yeah. 
Right. I mean, <laughs> how is that ever going to be a bad thing? So, no, it won't be. All right. Well, this is good. It's good, this man. Is good, man. I'm stoked on your. I'm stoked on your podcast. I, I think I'm going to start a podcast. But, you but seriously, but my podcast is going to be. My podcast is going to be very different than your podcast. That's but, it's all sharks. Just shark talking about different. But sharks. It'll just be yeah. sharks. I could see you talking about like you'd it pretty much be. Would it be like what Ralph Nader would be podcasting about if he was like? There Nader? would be some nader that's good it would be actually there would be some i might try to get nader on as my first guest yeah or and then jill stein before he dies yeah nader was the first yo you know what i was watching right before we had our podcast was um bernie sanders and sarah silverman do an interview oh together or he wanted yeah they're on the on the same stage well yeah Sarah Silverman was is interviewing her. I just was starting it, so wow. so perhaps cool. yeah, they're that they're pretty cool. They're both Jews, you I'm, know. I'm curious where they go, where they go, Democrats go from here if they turn over to Bernie and give him another shot, or uh, if they look elsewhere. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I was think on board for Bernie. Yeah, you should have been. I, would, I, th- I, I thought. You were. Yeah. No, I, I was with Bernie. Bernie Bernie crushed it in Hawaii. Actually. Yeah. It's great. Bernie did really well here. And then whatever you do, don't start reading WikiLeaks emails like I did. That's when you, that's when you, it's scary, man. Because then, you, they're then coming, you, know you can read all these emails. Yeah. And then they're coming for you. Who's like, reading these also? I kind of thought about that. And then it's just like, there's too much information out there. And the did, more you know, the, the, the better you are not. Yeah. <laughs> did you have a chance to see Snowden, the movie Snowden? I did see this. Yeah, I did see the movie, and yeah, I sorry. again, I like the documentary better. Okay. But <laughs> there's, there's, no, there's a documentary called Citizen Four. Okay. And um, you actually see that in Oliver Stone's movie. You see that film being made about him. Wow. There's that woman. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really meta that way. <laughs> but uh, super. Now they they filmed some of that here because of course Snowden was living in Hawaii when he uh, stole all that information. Oh, that's right. It was like Pearl Harbor? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was in this like tunnels. Those that's tunnels right. were filmed in L.A. I, yeah. I, I didn't get on set, but I know some people got on set for... He was just here. Um, he was just here like two or three days shooting. Wow. It wasn't, wasn't much wasn't much of the movie but yeah and then um we just had uh the rock here with jumanji oh okay yeah. okay yeah him cool. him jack him and jack black and uh that's all i can remember yeah no i've seen the promos for that so yeah it's good hawaii still a, a nice haven modest haven for it's- for entertainment yeah, as long as they don't bomb us again, we're happy. <laughs> that's optimistic. <laughs> that that's not scary. At all. <laughs> That'll never happen again. <laughs> no, we're good. Well, you never know. It could be by accident, like one of our own. So, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> that seems um, more like. That seems more likely. Well, yeah. cool. Well, we got to get you out to Hawaii. I will. And I, mean, I always, whenever I'm a- out late at night, I always give you a call whether you answer or yeah. not just because you're I'm one of the only people I know that's awake when I am. Since right. I, I'll, always be that, I'll always be that guy in the, ta- in the time zone two or three hours away. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, yeah, stay, <laughs> yeah. On, stay on the line and I'll All tell right. people uh, white, white shark, wait, white shark cafe film. Dot com? Dot com. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Sean Aronson. 
thanks for making the time. Uh, it was definitely good to be socially awkward with you. Yay, so awkward. All right, that was my talk with Sean Aronson, catching up, shooting the breeze. It's always weird interviewing your good friends because you see if we talk any differently uh, on the phone than we would, you know, over a podcast. But uh, that's that's pretty close to to what we're like. Uh, We can go on and on about anything and any topic at any time. So hope you dug that. I do have some other episodes in the can ready to go for you guys. I'm on a quest to interview people named Amy. I've spoken to two Amys, including the Amy who inspired my pursuit of Amys, of chasing Amys. So that is coming up. Don't know if it's going to be the next one, but it, but it's soon. I, I have them done. I have at least two Amy episodes on the way, trying to round up the other two I've spoken to. Um, for other episodes of the podcast – awkwardwithevan.com iTunes please five star review it helps it makes me feel more important than sometimes I really am but that's just me being self-deprecating um, review the podcast if you can check us out on Google Play Stitcher TuneIn Radio awkwardwithevan.com as I said funnyevan.com is my website but patreon.com slash funnyevan is my Patreon page and Facebook and Twitter at awkwardwithevan why the heck not? You know what? While I'm at it, maybe I'll just get an Instagram. That's cool. So uh, thanks for tuning in, guys, with my with my Tufts teammate, Sean Aronson, and good friend. What will Awkward bring next time? We will find out. Thanks for listening. Go to awkwardwithevan.com to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Now for Evan's mom to pick out his clothes for tomorrow. See you next time on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. 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 Wexel.